I know you're out there. I know that you're afraid. You're afraid of us. You're afraid of change. I don't know the future. I didn't come here to tell you how this is going to end. I came here to tell you how it's going to begin. I'm going to hang up this phone, and then I'm going to show these people what you don't want them to see. A world without rules and controls, without borders or boundaries. A world where anything is possible. Where we go from there is a choice I leave to you. Connecting the dots of the Constitution for you like no one else can. The Chris Ann Hall Show. She's an attorney, a disabled U.S. Army veteran, an author, public speaker, mother, pastor's wife, and a patriot. She's Chris Ann Hall. Rise and shine, liberty-loving patriots. Welcome to the Chris Ann Hall Show. Chris Ann Hall here, K-R-I-S-A-N-N-E-H-A-L-L.com. Liberty over security, principle over party, and truth over your favorite personality. Chris Ann Hall here with my husband and co-host, J.C. Hall. Welcome to the Daily Journal, where we endeavor to bring you everything that you need about current events from a real constitutional and principled perspective, unlike the fake news you see today. And we have dropped off into... I'll just use my favorite word, a, a, a world of ridiculousness with this Kavanaugh thing. And uh, I think that what's happening now is that the Democrats are burying themselves in such a way that they have no way but to finish this. They have no way to ri- but to ride this all the way through to the end to their own destruction. You have Democrats now saying that that Kavanaugh needs to recuse himself whenever uh, there's a case involving a congressional Democrat. What does that mean, you suppose? That's a crazy. case that's involving a congressional Democrat. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't even know what that means. Does that I, mean Democrats in general? Right. That's what I'm wondering. No, it's it says here. Um, the uh, N- Nader, I'm sorry, Nadler. Nadler, sorry, Nadler, the top Democrat on the House Judiciary Committee, said on ABC's this week that if Kavanaugh were confirmed to the Supreme Court, the proper thing, in quotes, would be for the judge to recuse himself from cases involving congressional Democrats. Well, we know they're grasping for straws, but. How, how do you answer that? I, oh, seriously, a congressional Democrat. Does that mean that if he were to review an act of Congress where the majority of the sponsors for that act were Democrats, uh-huh. that he would have to recuse himself and not judge the constitutionality of that act? Or does that mean that we must now have a form that is filled out whenever you go to be heard before the Supreme Court to determine whether you supported congressional Democrats or you are a Democrat yourself, and so if that's the case, he must recuse himself. So only Democrats can hear Democrat cases and only Republicans can hear Republican cases. Yeah, well, I guess so. <laughs> I guess so. But what does that mean now? You can, you can go to a, you, you can be a Supreme Court justice with a nomination hearing, right? And 
you can be asked the most ridiculous questions in the world, and you're and and then you're not supposed to defend yourself. Yeah, that's the thing. It's a trap. This is what ticks me off. It's a trap. So they throw out these accusations uh, that he feels are outlandish, uncooperated, uncorroborated, unsubstantiated, and untrue. And so his, whose only purpose is to destroy his reputation right. and his credibility and the trust that the people would have yeah. in him. So then if he's if, if that bothers him, if that happens to bother him and he responds with some emotion, then they go, aha, see, he's unfit. This right. guy can't control himself. Listen how angry he is. So it's just a trap. So then if we you know, if you go along with it, oh, yeah, yeah, he needs to recu- recuse himself because he reacted this way. So if you go along with that. Then you've given the Democrats, you've basically affirmed their their new technique now. So they they lay these traps. And then when you react, then they point to your reaction and say, aha, see, he's just so. So if this particular situation requires that Kavanaugh recuse himself, then that would mean that Ruth Bader Ginsburg would have to recuse herself in every case. Anything involving the Constitution, anything involving the Constitution. (laughs) Because I'll remind everybody, she sat, she sat before the media in Egypt and proclaimed that the Constitution was not a, a credible document, right. not a document that other countries should model their own Constitution after. Not only that, somebody might laugh, oh, yeah, that's just ridiculous, but... I think it's impeachable, actually. Well, no, I, I wrote that it was impeachable at the time that it happened. But not only that, you have her coming out and making flat-out political statements about gay marriage, the government's role in gay marriage, and uh, the rights thereof of homosexuals. Now, this is not in the courtroom, mind you. This is in a political media forum. Would that not mean that she has to recuse herself in cases involving gay marriage because she made a... she made. Uh, affirmations, strong affirmations to the media outside the courtroom? I would think so. What right. about Alina Kagan? Now, she most definitely should have recused herself from all health care cases, being that she was on the Solicitor General's office in, and helped in writing the Obamacare. How, how is it that you can be uh, an attorney who helps to write a law and then get to be a Supreme Court justice who gets to sit in, in judgment of that law? I mean, these are the things that are absolutely ridiculous. But you know what else somebody suggested to me? Somebody else suggested that um, that this particular situation will uh, reduce the uh, confidence and the faith that the people will have in the Supreme Court. Yeah, possibly. You think that's possible? I don't think that's going to happen. I don't think it's going to happen. I think if it if it were to happen, it'd probably be a good thing. No, I think it'd be a great thing. Think about it. We have now a Supreme Court that has elevated, that has been elevated and elevated itself. So there's been outside forces lifting it up. Plus it has responded those outside forces, lifted itself above the Constitution, above the law, above reproach. We have a Supreme Court that is completely outside of its boundaries of the Constitution. I don't think that people should have much faith in the institution of the con- of the Supreme Court right now at all. Yeah, I think that they should have more faith in the Constitution well, than they do right, in the Supreme already, Court. 
overblown faith, elevated faith in the sense that the Supreme Court's viewed practically as as you know a group of kings and queens would. So yeah, that I think the view of if people viewed the court in a you know lesser perspective. That'd well, be our founders said that we should never trust government anyway. Yeah, and people forget, I believe, today that that the govern that the government is the Supreme Court. The Supreme Court is part of the government. I mean, you've got people walking around thinking that the Constitution says that Supreme Court justices have lifetime appointments. So you're, you're saying status now are worried that people are going to have less faith in government? <laughs> I, I guess, yeah, I think I guess that's, that would be troubling to them. Yeah, that would be troubling yeah. to them. You know, and so I, I'm all for it. Anything that, that gives us less faith in government is a good thing because it will, you know, potentially, I mean, it doesn't have to, but it would potentially make people watch government more closely. Hmm. Well, you know, I, I guess, and maybe this is my, my fixation and, and, and my what's becoming visceral disgust for Google and uh, comrade Sergei. Yeah, you had an amazing rant in the so, car but, but, the other day. No, but you think about it. If you've lost all faith in the gov- in government, the government structure and institutions, then doesn't that open it up? So, hey, well, we can do it. It lets them step in. Let the, these technocrats ah. from Google and Facebook and Twitter and all these people, they want to control everything anyway. So, hey, the, these all this whole government thing, it's totally failed. So we can do it a lot better. We got algorithms. Isn't that the Hunger Games? We got all the technology. We got the know-how. We got the experts. Is, I mean, is that what they're doing? I mean, people are talking about now, you know, something over the horizon maybe where they're talking about, Twitter's talking about, you know, clamping down on discussion going on. Because you see this uprising. I mean, you see what Kanye West and you see the reaction to this Kavanaugh thing. I mean, it's really lit a fire mm-hmm. uh, in in conservatives and in in patriots and you know in the right and and all this i think they're freaked out about this so so now there's yeah well i what i said on saturday's show i think they're finally realizing that that there's a threat to their gravy train so there's rumors out there that twitter is going to start you know clamping down on the censorship so that you're not able to we're you know because the problem is you you, spreading the message you know it's information Mm -hmm. i mean that's that's the weapon right right so you start Getting the word out, getting people fired up, getting people motivated. So they want to clamp that down. So now there's, you know, there there's rumors in the ether about, you know, these guys talking about we gotta we gotta shut this down. Oh, I gotta find that quote just so we can so read expect, it. But expect, I believe, expect increased censorship and shadow banning, you know, from these idiots. Yeah, no doubt. Hey, let me read, let me read this quote from silence do good because it's it's right on line with that and so silence do good is benjamin Benjamin franklin Franklin. how old was he 16 16 benjamin franklin writes this and he says um he says without freedom of thought there can be no such thing as wisdom and no such thing as public liberty without freedom of speech which as which is the right of every man as far by it as he does not hurt or control the right of another. And this is the only check it ought to suffer and the only bounds it ought to know. So the only check on freedom of speech is that you cannot hurt or control the right of another. But this is what he says. This is where this falls right in line with what you're saying. He says, The sacred privilege is so essential to free governments that the security of prosperity 
and the freedom of speech always go together. And in those wretched countries where a man cannot call his tongue his own, he can scarce call anything else his own. Whoever, this is the point now, whoever would overthrow the liberty of a nation must begin by subduing the freedom of speech, a thing terrible to public traders. Yeah. I mean, that's exactly how you describe Google and Twitter and Facebook these oh, days. You know, they are yeah, public don't traders. Don't get me started. Oh, I want to get you. It was a great rant you had in the car <sighs> the other day. They are public traders. I'd take a blood pressure pill. I know, right? <laughs> but, you know, these are the kind of things that, that we need to be able to express. These are the kind of things that we, we need to understand. Our liberties are under attack, and we must defend them. But if we can't define them, it's not even possible. So, I was on Fox News. Good job. Welcome back to the Chris Ann Hall Show. This is Chris Ann Hall with my husband and co-host, J.C. Hall. I was on Fox News with Mike Emanuel, mm -hmm. and he played this clip for me. And I want to play it for you because this clip made me Irritated freaking you? mad. Okay? okay. And I want to play it for you, and I want to see if it makes you as mad as it makes me. But... Probably not, because it's not going to be something that surprises you. So so stand by while we get a uh, roll clip whatever number we have here. Let me adjust this a tad. And here we go with Lindsey Graham. To us, it never happens to them. But let me tell you, my Democratic friends, if this is the new norm, you better watch out for your nominees. Thank you, Senator. Thank you, Senator Graham. If this is the new norm, you had better watch out for your nominees. Yeah. Now, I appreciate his fire and his anger, but this is exactly, I think, the chaos and the quagmire that they, I mean, they want it to devolve into this. You know, where this it's is not a standard, right? It's tit for tat. Yeah. It's it's vindictive. In in the legal world, we call it vindictive prosecution, which is a crime in of itself. Yeah. Well, okay. To give Lindsey Graham the benefit of the doubt, which I'm not, you know, I'm not I can't believe I'm hearing. I'm you not say apt that. to do, but I no, I interpret that as that was his point, right? Okay. If you want to abandon, if we're just going to abandon any kind of rule of law, okay, then let's go. I mean, he's basically saying, all right, you want to do this? The constitutional standard is, is not good enough. The rule of law is not good enough. You want to turn this into drama? Okay, who can play that game? You know, yeah, that's, I mean, I get that's not what we want, but I think that's the point. I think that's the point he's trying to make. That's that's not what we want. And yeah, he, I don't think that's the think point that he's trying what, to make. But, but nonetheless, well, that's because that's, 
and and he says it again later uh, in a different clip where he's yeah. actually sitting in the committee saying this no, is what we're going to do if which, I am be- if I become the leader of the judiciary well, this is what we're going to do <laughs> you, you know you gotta know Lindsey Graham right I mean he's he's the guy presidential candidate he says you don't want war don't vote for me you know so this yeah. is, he's that guy so he's he's lobbing bombs out there you want you want to scrap let's scrap because this is what's coming. Yeah, and I think that's... That's what we devolve into. You abandon the Constitution. Right. You abandon the constitutional standard. You trade the Constitution for politics. This is the chaos you get. And this is this is what we've got because we have failed to follow the yep. Constitution I for think, so very long. I think it's what they want. We now... Well, of course it is because the Constitution as a standard... Uh, relegates their authority to a box. We abandon that standard and we go to simply uh, public opinion and emotional knee-jerk galvanic response. Then what you have is a banana republic where all the power rests in them based on the interpretation of their needs. And I'm afraid, this is what I'm afraid. I'm afraid that, okay, giving Lindsey Graham the benefit of the doubt. He's just throwing it out there. The benefit of the doubt in the sense that He's always wanted to be the tough guy, to be perceived as the tough guy. Right? <laughs> the he's, sissy man wants he's to be so, a tough guy. That, right. That's <laughs> the thing. He's so mamby-pamby. That he, he wants to be, you know, I'm the tough guy. So he, he's yeah, yeah. enjoying this tough talk. He's enjoying his tough talk. But nonetheless, even if it just is tough talk, here's my fear. How many Americans out there are like, yeah, well, let's yeah. get them next sure, time, you sure. know? And this is, by the way, listen up, ladies and gentlemen. This is why democracy never works. Yeah. Because what you're experiencing is the course of democracy. Democracy always, as James Madison said, ends up in flames Mm -hmm. because of human nature. When you have a majority who suppresses and oppresses a minority, over time, democracy says the today's minority is tomorrow's majority, and once they get the power, then it's like, "Mm, I'm going to stick it to you now, right? Oppression begets rebellion, begets oppression, begets rebellion, begets repression. In psychology, it's called the cycle of reciprocating aggression. And that's exactly why democracies do not work, because there will always be reciprocating aggression. And Lindsey Graham, uh, you know, bless his heart, (laughs) is just playing right into the DSM-4 of, of, what did you call that? The cycle Cycle of of reciprocating aggression. The cycle of reciprocating. This is why we, this is why. You punch me, so I'm going to punch you. This is why the Constitution was written. This is why our founders created the Constitution as a written standard so we wouldn't be subject to Lindsey Graham's cycle of whatever. And from every direction we cry revolution Standing together and without permission Soldiers for truth in the war of attrition The love of our country as our ammunition. The Chris Ann Hall Show. She's Liberty's lobbyist.
Welcome back to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal. Man, I love Jordan Page. Don't you love Jordan Page? It's good stuff. He is good, good stuff. And I don't know about you, but in America, I don't want to be subject to any of Lindsey Graham cycles. <laughs> well, let me tell you. <laughs> let me tell you what I like about what I like about it. Oh, okay, Lindsey Graham. I bet uh, he has cycles. <laughs> I yeah. I leave that one alone. Oh, <laughs> the uh, I made no. What I like about it <laughs> is the anger. Right. I yeah. like that. You get mad. So, the, but the thing is to channel that, okay? Because we have the. I mean, that's what's going on right now. It seems to me, and, and I think. Well, this I think is, that's what Trump's done to America. He's given the Americans a permission to be mad. Yeah, yeah. Into into to well, voice he, that anger. He tapped. Yeah, he tapped into. He that. tapped into that, but it's also given people permission to yeah, be mad. Well, Look at Kanye West. Right. Seriously. Well, and I think that's good. And that, and my point is. You channel that. So you look at what the Democrats are doing, and I think they, you've said this for a long time, how that tyrants always overplay their hand. Oh, yeah, they get power drunk. And so I think this is, I mean, what we're seeing, to me, this is backfiring on the Democrats. I mean, they've gotten so extreme that, again, we we listen to the C-SPAN, the breaks mm-hmm. in C-SPAN. you got Democrats, these red state Democrats, they're alienating red state Democrats. They are absolutely in infuriating mm-hmm. the right. I mm-hmm. mean, I have never seen people so activated right. a, as I've seen in the last few days. It's unbelievable. So they've really sparked a rebellion. And then you look at um, the uh, black conservatives, you look at black America and the conservatives in black America and how you're seeing this coalescing of, mm-hmm. of voices. And now you're seeing people step like, Kanye West or Ye now had the spotlight. He'd already sort of made his statement initially, and they came against him. The, the dude ended up in some psycho ward or whatever, and took him two months. He says to to kind of recover and and get the courage back to even speak. And now he's just bold. He's standing out there, and people are people are being motivated by looking, you know, looking at this example. Because right. you have this sort of as we have talked to people in the last, you know, year or two, you we sense this frustration, particularly in the conservatives in the black community. It's like a, it's like this clamped down, you know, energy just getting ready to explode because they're so irritated and frustrated. And every time mm-hmm. they try to, you know, speak out for first principles and stand for liberty and talk about traditional right, values and what right. have you they're called coon they're called uncle tom, uncle tom you know house negro and just you know just really bullied and so you have this kind of pent up okay it's about to blow and you know what do we do with that and so i'm seeing just a really people are talking about you know red october and red november and i mean this red wave there Red is dawn. man there is a powder <laughs> keg out there yeah and i think it was lit by this kavanaugh thing and you saw kane west explode in a form like that on saturday night live in front of all you know right. surrounded by right. all of these wacky lefties the audience full of these lefties and he just threw down man. you know i think one of the most telling things and this is what kind of caught me right he he said there when he was standing up there at Saturday Night Live, he said, he said, y'all told me, yeah. y'all told me I could be who I wanted to be, 
right? And that's the Democrat lie. Yeah. You are black. You are beautiful. You can be whoever you want to be. As long as you're one of us. As long as you're one of us. You yeah. can do whatever you want. Just don't do too much because if you do too much, we'll call you an Uncle Tom. Yeah, don't we'll do call you the wrong, wrong kind of black guy. You do whatever you want as long as you do what we tell you to do. Right, exactly. I mean, come on. And so you got people like Kanye West who are finally waking up to the invisible shackles that have pla- been placed on him. He's like, you told me I could be who I want to be. This is who I want to be. Yeah, so that's so there's all that that ties back to what what I mentioned in the first segment. So all of this to me is backfiring. It's mm-hmm. falling apart. They the left looks really nervous, really afraid. And so how do we not anticipate a reaction? You know what right. I mean? So I'm saying anticipate Attempted censorship, attempted, they got to put the clamps back on. Mm-hmm. You, you Now you see this vandalism that happened in, in the Illinois. GOP headquarters has apparently been vandalized there, Winnebago County in Illinois, um, vandalizing the, the headquarters because of the Kavanaugh thing, spray mm-hmm. painting, rape on the door, the wall, whatever. Um, I said last week, expect violence, right? My, my lefty loony friend in boston was like, oh, oh you're fear-mongering whatever but your lefty then, loony friend in boston who and so here we go <laughs> you know so yeah that look that's coming violence is coming well i mean we saw that when trump was elected i mean come on well that's what happens more extreme than that well, that's what happens when you try to discipline a two-year-old that right. you have yeah, never exactly. disciplined exactly. before in its life yeah. you you wait two or three years to administer any discipline to your child yeah. and you and then all of a sudden you're you're like oh well i guess i'm mom i better do something about this the next thing you know you've got a child who's throwing things and destroying things and having a tantrum this is exactly what this is this is holding his breath this is uh, what do they call that? Uh, arrested development yeah. and and regression. So you look in juvenile our, behavior. But look in our context, right? Losing control. Who has the power to clamp down that control? Well, in comes comrade Sergey Mikhailovich and Marky Marxist Zuckerberg and all this, you know, all all these bunch of Looney Tunes Marxist revolutionaries. First of all, I this is so. This is what I was saying <laughs> saying to in you the in the car. car. They, they if you could only eavesdrop on the on the car, on the trips where the Hall family is stuck oh, in the car for six guys, hours at a time, I tell you, <laughs> these guys get my blood pressure up because it it, it ticks me off, right? Know, because right? they masquerade, right? They're really masquerading as as businessmen, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, as tech entrepreneurs, whatever, uh, and they're not. They're Marxist revolutionaries who want to use the power and the money that they've accumulated to overturn it's the a, American system. It's a social okay? and political coup. They're a mafia. Mm-hmm. They, they are this billionaire tech giant mafia. They're cartel. And, and they've weaponized our, our own system, right? They take the Constitution. They take the Bill of Rights. Oh, it's freedom of speech. And we're free. We're, we're not government. We're a private industry. So all those restraints don't apply to us. We should be able to do whatever we want to do. And... You know, this idea that I'm on, uh, just think about the phone. Like, I buy this Samsung phone. I didn't buy Google. Right, right, (laughs) right. I didn't buy Google. I don't want Google. I don't want all your crap. Mm -hmm. But you're on my phone. I can't get rid of you. Right? I didn't contract with you. But they've got their fingers in every stinking thing. And this is the thing. So you go on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram or whatever. and, And to me, 
they have they offer a product, right? Even if I don't pay for it, this is the product. This is going to be how you use it. This is what we do. This is yeah. the terms of service. Yeah. Blah blah blah. And then it's not that they're censoring you. They don't follow their own guidelines. They're clamping down speech that they don't like. That to me is deceptive business practice. That's right. unethical. We have laws against defrauding people. Right. So these people, to me, that's not freedom of speech. That's not private industry. That's not oh, leave them alone because there there is a business. Look, they better be glad that I'm not president. I'm I'm not going to say I'm not even going to say on air what right. I would do <laughs> if I were president. But I'm. You told me in the car. I'm going to tell you right now. <laughs> you 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 think Trump is bad? You guys are afraid of Trump? These freaking Looney Tunes. Right. Oh man, I'm telling you, because because right. they're not, they're not business. These are not businesses. They're subversives. They're Marxist revolutionary masquerading. They're using our system against us. I think right. they're criminals. They're absolute criminals. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and if you want to do, if if you want to get educated, you want to know what's going on. You you l- just simply do a search on. Uh, uh, founding fathers quotes on freedom of speech and you can see how important that was you know i don't i don't actually ever quote daniel webster and i are not friends but and i don't know that 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 might chap some people's hides but but, but he says uh if all my possessions were taken from me but one save the freedom of communication yeah he said, I would keep the freedom of communication, for by it I would restore all, all the rest. rest. Yeah. You know, and that's that's the key. Americans... But some of us can't speak as well as Daniel Webster, so we prefer our Second Amendment, right? Right. Well, but, see that's, but see, that's the thing. <laughs> I think Americans have have been... Uh, have been but point taken over have been overprotective of the second but not yeah. protective no, enough of the first that's absolutely true and that's sure. where we are everybody there's there's a large segment of the population that thinks that the that the litmus of all of our rights being gone is when they come or the or the, the beginning of our loss of rights is when they come for but our guns know, and that's not how it works but you know you look at you look at Google and and all these guys talking about protecting the First Amendment and mm-hmm. and not and and you know not really paying attention. Um, they have they have interwoven themselves mm-hmm. into so much. I mean, you, it's like if you uh, let's put it this way: they have the power now, which we saw this with Alex Jones. They could just flip the switch, and you're done. Like you said, oh, you right. get a flip phone, and then you don't have to worry about it. I mean, that's what they want. You practically have to remove yourself from the system, and that's what they want to do, chase you out of the arena. Right. Because they're everywhere, and they control everything. And I, I just, I don't think that's right. I mean, I don't think. Well, here's the thing. I'm not going to, I'm, 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 I am going to always stand for uh, the, the freedom from government intrusion into business and private uh, realms. So here's the thing. I, I'm not. I, I don't want to give permission to the government to shut down, uh, comrade Sergey Mikhailovich. Sergey Mikhailovich and yeah. uh, Marxist Marky Mark Zuckerberg. But here's my big question, right? Because we just came 
from America's Founding Fathers exhibit mm-hmm. in Rapid City, South Dakota. And I actually did a, they have around the wall, they have the pictures of all the signers of the Declaration of Independence and little mini biographies about them. And yeah. I took pictures of specific ones because I wanted to point out something. Here's my question. I'm never going to give the government permission to go after Zuckerberg. I'm never going to give the government permission to go after um, Mikhail <laughs> Gorbachev. Comrade Mikhailovich. Right, Mikhailovich, whatever. But my Mr. question Brin. is this. Where are the true American businessmen? Yeah, definitely. Where are they? Because they stood in 1776. They they funded the war for our independence. Yeah. Where are they now? Why? Stop complaining. Why are these lefties in control of all these? Yeah, we need to pick that up after the break. Chris Ann Hall Show. She's Liberty's lobbyist. Welcome back to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal. Our final segment, your lefty friend in Boston was speaking to my other friends in Haiti. And the Haitian man said to him, you are the dumbest <laughs> person I have ever yeah. met in G- my life. G Bear's pretty... G-Bear's pretty uh He's just uh, abrasive. Abrasive, right? But it, nonetheless, right? <laughs> yeah, he, so he went off on He me. makes my point, Poor though. Jeff. How is it that these lefties who are so palpably stupid, well, how are they in charge of everything? Yeah, well, these guys aren't stupid. Sergey Brin is not stupid. Larry Page is not stupid. No, they're I mean, the these manipulators. Are smart guys. These are the manipulators. But it, 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 well, but that guy was smart too. He's just manipulated well, into into stupid ideology. Regardless, uh, the, the, the the I think the salient point is, you have these guys that are that are vocally anti-capitalist, right? While they're the head, I mean, they're the leaders of capitalism, right? They're right. the leaders of American industry, right? So, your you're, to your question, where where are the lovers of liberty? Why why in the world? And of course, I think the answer is it's been it's been by design. You have to think this has been a plan, a scheme. They have placed themselves in in these positions of industry, tech, and business for this very purpose to control okay. all of this, to destroy it. So but why don't why don't liberty loving businessmen, entrepreneurs, <laughs> inventors stand up? We we if we don't take back. These industries. I mean, people. People are constantly talking about. Oh, I need an alternative to Facebook. So do it. Right. Right. Here's my other thing that really, really ticks me I'm off. I'm not that guy. And it's maybe because I'm not a rich person, uh, you know, financially that it that it really ticks me off. Maybe because I'm a person who is not focused. Uh, I'm focused on liberty as to other things. Sure. I'm looking at these founded fathers. Uh, who signed the Declaration of Independence, who were wealthy businessmen who put everything on the line. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, there were wealthy businessmen, put right. everything on the line, funded this war. Yep. And it irritates me when we cannot get these people who have money, who have this kind of wisdom to make money and keep their own money going, right? You can't get them into to invest 
in the investment of liberty. Because it's always about, what's my return on investment? You know what? Maybe your return on investment cannot be calculated by the Dow Jones, but your return on investment will be calculated in the future when your children and your grandchildren have liberty and you do, and you are out funding something that is liberty important when Soros is out there funding everything that destroys America. Yeah. Zuckerberg is out there d- funding everything that destroys America. Right. Where are our liberty-minded businessmen who realize that liberty is an investment yeah what's your ROI? that's my rant what's your roi when the republic has collapsed exactly what is your roi when the government comes and takes your stuff yeah i mean this no, is what this is all about and and i'm sorry I'm, I'm never really that passionate about that kind of thing and you know we don't run around asking for money and we don't no, ask for see, investments you, but you see but these, these guys, guys did it for us yeah but you see these you see these guys like Brynn and and zuckerberg and all these i mean why is it why are why are those the guys they're inventing the phones and and the computers and making all this stuff like what is going on here why is it that soros is out there funding yeah. everybody else and here's the thing well, that, that me. trips me out right i i and i'm constantly being attacked on social media because we charge twenty dollars for a dvd for pete's sakes <laughs> you know oh you're just trying to get rich on the movement what no i am at returning to the future of my children and my grandchildren i am investing in liberty what in the name of Sam Hill, are you doing? Right. Yep, come to the house. We'll open the books. Yeah, right. I'm just saying. Put that to rest. Where, where we need some people who are just simply going to say, you know what? This is worth it. I look and I. This is worth it. Where are they? Where yeah. is the, where is the, uh, if there's a yin and the yang in the world. Right. Where is the Soros version of the Liberty businessman. Yeah, sure Where is the Zuckerberg the version of the right? Well, the Coke book. Yeah, don't get me started on Coke Brothers. I look. I I saw. I didn't even realize this. AT and T owns CNN. I'm like, okay. I don't want to use AT and T anymore. I mean, when are we going to stop? We need a liberty economy. We got to bypass some of these lunatics. Yeah. So maybe we should talk about that sometime on the show. This liberty economy thing. So look, invade, make your investment in liberty, everybody. Whatever way you find it, whoever you see, take the time today to make that investment in the future of liberty America. God bless you guys. We'll see you tomorrow. Let me know in my heart when my days are through. America, America, I gave my best to you.